from San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. We want to hear from you, so give us a call at 858 876 5663. That's 858-876-5663. Call in with your comments, your questions, so we can play them here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. In today's show, what happens to your marriage when you don't connect for many years? You become strangers. I've heard that so many times. So many women, when I'm out speaking, come up to me and talk about how they feel like they're strangers. And I want to start out this show with this quote from author Callie Hunter. She wrote a book uh, called Disenchanted. And this is a line one of the authors or one of the speakers says in the book. It says, they were not a family anymore. They were strangers tied together, but chains, but they had rusted. Something had disappeared. And I know a lot of you that are listening to the show right now and you're thinking, I feel like we're strangers. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what's going on in our marriage. And we're going to be digging into this deep and hard today. But we got to start the show with a hug because that's where that's where I come from. We start with a show from hug and this uh, hug actually came up on iTunes and just a little plug for putting reviews and ratings up on iTunes, guys. Every time that you make that decision to go into iTunes to leave a five star rating or yeah five star rating and then to actually take the time that few extra minutes to type in a review, you impact someone else's marriage. Right. Not only do we read them here on the show, but when people are searching on iTunes, when they hear us read your reviews, it makes them want to go and look and see. Okay, what else is going on out there? What are they talking about? You impact someone's marriage when you do that. And so here's, this was from Tristan. She says, yes, a show on marital sex. I met you, Elisa, at an event and love the speech that you gave on sex. From that point on, I now follow you guys on Facebook and share the funny quotes with my husband and it moves us to laugh and be together. I love this podcast and would recommend it to my friends. It's so funny. And just as a side note, I have seen Trista. She's actually here in San Diego. That's where we saw each other in an event. And, uh, you know, I remember the first time I met her and then I saw her about a month later and she just had this huge smile on her face and actually shared with me one-on-one the difference that one extraordinary marriage has made in her own marriage. Cause what does she do? Exactly what she says on here. She takes the information that we give and she puts it into action in her marriage. And both she and her husband are happier for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what that impact is all about. That's, that's why it's so fun for us to get in front of you guys at speaking events and things like that. And we've got some really big things that we want to share with you coming up. Yep. So this July, we are coming to the Midwest. And, and we're, I'm going to give you just a rundown of where we're going to be and what's going to be happening so that you... And those of you who are in the Midwest and in these cities or in the areas of these cities can come out and meet us because we are going to have meetups in each of these um, 
So here's what we got going on. So first stop, we are going to be at Flamefest in Chicago from July 10th through the 11th. That is an event put on by Firefighter Wife. So you can check that out, all you firefighter couples. This is definitely someplace you want to be. You can check that out at flamefest.firefighterwife.com. Um, then we are headed to Columbus, Ohio. That is where Lisa grew up. Go Bucks. Yep. And we'll be hanging out with uh, my in-laws and her folks. We are looking for a coordinator there who can help us with a a meetup that would be on either July 13th or July 14th. Uh, A couple days, a few days later, we're going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana. We are going to be meeting at Three Wise Men Brewing Company on July 16th. We want to give a big shout out to Jackie Bledsoe of JackieBledsoe.com, who is coordinating this for us. So thank you so much, Jackie. We will uh, we'll be putting out more information as we get closer, folks, but I'm just giving you a heads up so you can write this on your calendar. Then we will be in St. Louis, Missouri uh, on the 18th. Jody Burkeen with Man Up God's Way is coordinating this event, and it's going to be held at Eden Community Church in Eureka, Missouri. So... We're going to be out in the Midwest in July. If you want more information or at least stay up to date, we're going to make sure that we are continuously telling you about it here on the podcast. But also, if you would like to get emails from us about when we're going to be out there, join our newsletter. It's oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash newsletter because we will also be letting everyone there know where we're at, what dates, where specifically will be the times and everything else. For those of you in the Midwest, you're not going to want to miss this. Um, for us to do a tour like this, it's it's exciting for me. Like even as we're talking about it, I'm like, ooh, because it's we haven't been back to the Midwest in a long time. And you know, this is my old stomping grounds. I mean, we're actually, you know, we're taking the kids to the horseshoe for all you Buckeye fans out there. And we're going to go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and we're going to do the arch. I mean, if you name it, if it's a big thing out there in the Midwest, we're doing it this week and a half that we're out there. The most important thing after we spend time with our family and doing all that stuff with our kids is the opportunity to connect with each one of you. Yeah. And so if you're in Indianapolis, Columbus, St. Louis, start looking at those dates. See, see if you can get the chance to just come and say hi. Give us a hug. Let us know who you are. You know, we see your names on the on Facebook and we see the emails that we get. Let's let's connect face to face. Just like Trista said, um, she's seen the difference that it's made in her marriage. Just having that opportunity. So let's dig into this stranger situation that so many of you are facing in your marriages. We know that because we get emails where you're lost. You're sitting across the table. Now, for those of you that are brand new to the podcast, and we know that we've been getting a lot of new listeners to the podcast lately, we, we've been getting your emails and whatnot. When Tony and I record this podcast, we sit across a table mm-hmm. from one another. We're making eye contact. We got the laptops. Every once in a while, we put up a picture of what it looks like here. But many of you sit across the table from that person that you said I do to. And you're looking at that person, you're thinking, I don't know who you are anymore. I I had a conversation with a wife last week and that's really what prompted this show. She said, I have three kids from elementary to high school age. And many of you can relate to that. You know, it's three different school schedules, three different sports schedules, everything like that. 
She goes on to say, I work full time and I'm tired. We don't seem to have time for one another anymore. And my husband is counting down the days until the youngest leaves for college. I don't know where we're going to be at that time. And then we got this other email and they came like back to back. And this one came in from a husband who says, we're coming up on our 15th wedding anniversary and have hit what we refer to as, quote, the cycle in our marriage. Most refer to it as the seven-year itch. While we haven't been unfaithful, we have put distance between us. I admit that I'm a little hesitant to bring up your podcast to my wife because she believes what we are experiencing, lack of physical intimacy, is normal for couples our age, with our kids' age, etc., etc. Well, I'm here to tell you that doesn't have to be normal. Right. Because first and foremost, normal isn't working. Guys, being strangers in your own house, it's not working for you. It's not working for your marriage. It's not working for your kids. It's not working for the rest of your life because guess what? Being a stranger with somebody that you're living with ripples out. Mm -hmm. It puts a lot of stress upon you and your spouse and wondering what to say, what not to say. And man, it, it's, it's stranger danger. I mean, we got to really watch out for what's happening because I read that and I hear that message from the husband and, or the wife who goes, you know, my husband is just waiting for our youngest to leave. And you know what? The first thing that crosses my mind, yeah, you're waiting for the youngest to leave so you can get a divorce because I have seen it time and time and time again where the youngest leaves and the parents get a divorce. Now the kids are out of the house. It's okay. We're not going to impact the kids. Let me tell you, and for those of you who know, when you went off to college and your parents got a divorce, it still impacts you. Well, and I read this interesting statistic in preparing for the show that says that the divorce rate among older adults has more than doubled since 1980. And one in four people who get a divorce today is over the age of 50. And that absolutely ties in with the fact that that couples, because they're allowing this distance to grow, mm-hmm. they're waiting for the baby to go to college. They're coexisting. Baby goes to college and then they are sitting across the table just like you and I are, except they're sitting across the table as strangers. Right. And this was a place that Elisa and I were at some six years ago. Mm-hmm. Six years ago for us, we were looking at each other going, we don't know each other anymore. I don't know who you are. I don't get it anymore. I don't know who I am anymore sometimes. And I don't think you know who I am. And I remember just sitting there looking at Elisa, especially when we were talking about that 60 days of sex challenge, when we were going to bust out of our comfort zone and do something weird so that maybe we could get ourselves back on track, even for a, a little bit and start. But I remember sitting there looking at Elisa going, we need to do something now. We need to do, and it, it may not be the 60 days of sex challenge for you. For you, it may be, you know, you guys just need to take a trip away. Maybe you need to, you know, get some coaching so you guys can get on track. Whatever it may be, that's for you guys. But I remember sitting there looking at Elisa going, if we don't do something now, it's either we're going to get a divorce very soon or we're going to just make it through this time until the youngest goes to college. Now, you guys have heard Tony say, on previous shows, he is still counting down the days until our youngest goes to college. Yeah, but it's completely different now. The reason that he's doing it is because as we build our marriage together now, we're so excited at what's going to happen 
when the kids are out of the house. Yeah. For us, there's an anticipation of what our marriage is going to be at that point in time together. So I just want to be clear if anybody's like, well, Tony's counting down the days. So how do you get here? I mean, let's, before we start talking about how to get out of it, let's identify some of those ways that you find yourself in this place where you don't know the person you're sharing a bed with. Mm-hmm. Now, we're busy people. You know, again, you know, Tony's least favorite word in the English language is busy. But there are a lot of things on everybody's plates. And, and part of what happens that causes that distance is that you take your marriage from being the priority to being at the bottom of the to-do list. Things like work and the kids and all of your other obligations move way up in your priority list because you think those things are so important. And I'm not saying, guys, I'm not saying work's not important. I'm not saying your kids aren't important. But the only thing that should be more important than your relationship with your spouse is your relationship with God. The only thing. Because here's what I tell people all the time, and you've heard me scream this on this podcast, is that if you get your marriage right, if you put the energy into, the two of you put that energy into building that relationship, then you're better equipped to handle all the junk that life's going to throw at you. If you keep the focus on the two of you, that's where you build that strength. Mm-hmm. And it's not a time component. Many right. people will ask us, well, how do I do that? You know, I spend 40 hours at work and I can't spend 40 hours with my wife every week. It's not a time component. It's the quality of time you spend together. It's making sure that you're taking those times each month to go on a date night or a date day. It's being intentional about your sexual intimacy. It's being intentional about possibly doing a devotional together or reading the Bible together for your spiritual intimacy. It's making sure that at the end of the month or the beginning of the month, you guys are sitting down and doing a cash flow plan Mm -hmm. that works for your marriage, your family, and you are diving deep into your financial intimacy. Each one of those Elise and I do. Each one of those do not take 40 hours a week. And I'll be the first to tell you, the first couple of times you do something new, it's going to be awkward and it's going to take more time. Sure thing. And you just, I mean, like I've got a couple that I'm coaching right now and they haven't done a cash flow plan. And so part of their, their job for April is to sit down together and not job assignment is to sit down for April and plan out where their money is going to go. And I told them, I said, the first time you do this, and second and the third and time. And the second and third, it's going to be awkward and uncomfortable. Tony and I now can do it in about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But we do it because you know why? It's important for both of us to know where our money's going. It keeps both of us involved and engaged in our family finances. You know, there's a reason that the first chapter in Strip Down is called From the Top Down. It's all about getting your priorities in place. You know, God, spouse, kids, work. And then everything else. And when we talk about getting those priorities straight, and when we talk about getting your financial house in order and your spiritual house and all of these different things, the huge component in all of that is that you guys have to talk to one another. Mm -hmm. How do you become strangers? You stop talking to one another. You stop spending time with one another because it becomes easier not to. It's easier to grunt and say okay or... Easier to not be at home. Easier to not face the problems that you're having. Easier to say, "Eh, I'm just not going to deal with that. I'm not going to ruffle the the boat or 
what's that phrase? Ruffle feathers or (laughs) rock the boat. I'm mixing my metaphors here. It becomes easier, but easier isn't better, guys. Easier means that when your baby goes off to college, you're wondering what the next 20 years is going to hold. And you're thinking, I'm not spending the next 20, 30, 40 years with this person. Mm -hmm. That's not better. Okay. When you have a challenge in your marriage, when things aren't going well, instead of becoming strangers, you've got to buckle down. Okay. You've got to make different decisions. You don't want to be normal. That wife that says this is just a cycle. Okay. Break the cycle. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to be like everybody else that has three kids and is struggling? Why why is that better than the alternative when you can say, you know what? We're going to get crazy here. And I will tell you that when Tony first suggested the 60 days of sex challenge, which was the, the disruptor in our life that changed things for us. When he first mentioned that, I completely thought he had fallen and hit his head and was completely off his rocker. A crazy man. My kids were two and five at the time when he suggested that, our kids. You know, I was covered in crumbs and runny noses on a regular basis. I was lucky if I got a clean t-shirt on when he came home before work. Half the time I didn't care if I had a clean t-shirt on. You know, the sex that we were having when we had it was... Nothing to write home about. Nope. And then we threw this huge disruptor into our marriage. And I've got couples that I've coached where they didn't have 60 days of sex. You know what they did? They made the decision to go 30 days of physical contact, hug, kiss, hand holding, because they had grown so far apart that even touch, just touch was the area they identified they need to work on. Some of you have not touched your spouses and you don't know how long. Right. And here's the thing, folks. It takes time. It takes time and it takes effort. And so as you look at your spouse and you go, wow, we have become strangers or we're becoming more and more of strangers. I don't know you like I used to. Like I I can't, we don't connect like we did when we first met. Realize that it does take some time. It does take time. And you can see massive gains in a quick amount of time. And yet, it still takes days and months and years of both of you connecting to have that extraordinary marriage. It doesn't just stop. You know, you see some change and then you just stop and go, oh, it's all better. No, it is a constant growing of each other, of more communication, of deeper levels of communication. It may be different for for you guys. It may be even different positions sexually. Mm-hmm. And that can take time. That takes trust. It takes opening up and being vulnerable to one another again. Well, the fact of the matter is it took you time to become strangers. Mm-hmm. You know, when you first meet someone, you have to, you spend all this time getting to know them. And then as your lives start to pull you apart, again, that's happened over time. So you can't mm-hmm. expect, you can't expect this magic wand to suddenly, you know, poof, fairy dust. Abby's reading a fairy series. And so we're talking about fairy dust all the time. There's no magic fairy dust for your marriage. 
Yeah, but you can put in protections to avoid stranger danger. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the reason we keep referring to stranger danger is because, you know, any of you that have children, you've heard the stranger danger um, PSAs and things like that. The first thing that you have to do is realize that your marriage comes first. Okay. Your relationship with one another takes priority over guys night out, girls night in, going to the ball game with friends, kids sporting events, all of those things. The marriage comes first. And here's why. One, like I said, when your marriage comes first and you've built that foundation, you're better able to handle the storms that life throws at you. You're better able to handle the demands on your time. Secondly, all of those people that are watching your marriage, starting with the children that live in your home and spreading outward to your community, when they see a couple working on their marriage and making it a priority, it makes them stand up and take notice. You become different. And in this case, different is good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Because people want to see marriages succeed. I don't care what you see about the, the divorce statistics. I don't care what you see about all the people railing on marriage. There is a very deep need for marriages to be healthy and to succeed. And you have to be different. You can't go through the cycle. Right. And be normal like that. You have to define that relationship for your kids. And, and teach them that they are not the center of the universe. That your marriage comes before your children. Because here's the thing. You know, we've got all these spouses counting down the days till the kids leave, which is fabulous. But what are you going to have when the kids leave? Mm-hmm. If you don't work on spending time with one another, just like it, it, there was another chapter in Strip Down where we... Um, we encourage couples to do their top 10 list. Right. What are the top 10 things that you want to do on a date night? What are the top 10 places you want to visit? You can use this list over and over again. It's why you just make a photocopy of the page and you keep you know, doing it over and over. Because here's the thing, when you've got your top 10 list, then you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to all those places we're going to travel. I'm looking forward to those date night ideas. Like this year for date nights, Tony and I said we're going someplace new, new restaurant every time we go out on a date. Those got, are those, yeah, those evening dates that we do. The evening dates, yeah. You know, so you know, I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's the top 10 books in the Bible that you two want to read together. Figure it out. But you got, you got to start engaging one another to make that happen. To put Tony first, to put Mike first, to put Susie first, to put Heather first. I don't know what your spouse's name is. Just put them first. Yeah, and the, the big thing with the kids, folks, is you know, we, we know they take a ton of time from newborn all the way to into college and after college. We totally get it. When we see it now, even as our kids are go- growing up and getting older, the thing is, though, is that they need to realize that mom and dad are doing things for themselves, that mom and dad truly are working and in love in their marriage. They see that. They do see it. And I'm not saying you don't go to games. Heck, this past Saturday, I mean, we, we spent four hours on a Saturday, you know, at lacrosse games between two kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that morning I got up early and I did a, a two-hour bike ride. Elisa and I got out, though, on Thursday night and got a date night. You know, we 
got out on Friday. Well, Friday we did a lunch date with some folks that uh-huh. we know. But we still got away. The kids knew. They ended up having to be at, what is it, extended school services after school because we, the, they get out half a day. Lunch, you know, was going later. Was, we were going to go later. They understood that. Mom and dad were spending some time together. Even if it's with other folks, mom and dad are doing stuff together. And, and so I know it's hard. I, I totally understand it, especially when they're jabbering in your ear and they're crying and they're cranky. Get it, got it, have had it here in the last week, lots of it. But we, Elisa and I, and you need to make sure that they see that you guys are one, mm-hmm. that you guys are doing things for yourselves. And you guys are making decisions together about how to raise them, how to how to discipline them. You know, these all come together and they and you may do it in the open. I mean, Elisa and I sometimes do that in the open. Hey, so and so did this. Let's discuss this. And, and no, we're not hiding in the bedroom to discuss the disciplinary actions. We're discussing them out in the open, in our kitchen. Child is there. Child may be in the bedroom. We are showing our front, our, our connection mm-hmm. and how we're going to handle them. It, it's, it's a tough thing. I get it. Somebody wants to do, one of you wants to do one thing, one of you wants to do another. One of you is going, no, Johnny really should be punished really bad for this. The other is going, really, it's not that big of a deal. We get that. Because there are times when Elisa's like, we got to do this, we got to, and I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. Chill out about it. Relax. Kids hear that too, but we discuss it. We work through it. Sometimes, one of us has to compromise. One of us has to go, you know what? It's not worth me putting my foot down and sitting here stewing and being pissed off at you for the next hour, three hours, Days. a day. And what Tony's saying here, and I hope you guys are picking up on it, is it's all about communicating with your spouse. Okay? It's not holding yourself off. It's not doing these other things. It's saying... Okay, if we've got an issue with the kids, we're going to discuss it, but we're going to keep our marriage in the forefront. Right. You know, it's, we, we had kids on purpose. We, we chose to bring our children into our marriage. Mm -hmm. And even with that, we have to make the choice that our marriage comes first. And that is a choice that each one of you listening to the show has to make. Where do your kids fall in your priorities? And I know some of you have become strangers and it seems a lot easier to make the kids the priority than it is to make your spouse. Mm-hmm. I- I'm going to challenge you this week that you, you don't do that. I-, I would love for one week if every listener to the One Extraordinary Marriage show made their spouse the priority over their children. Because I'd be really curious to see what happens And what kind of comments we hear from you guys when you make the decision that, you know what, it's going to be about my husband. It's going to be about my wife. I'm going to check in with them, check in with them to see what they want to do as opposed to telling them what's on the schedule because of the kids' schedules. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, tell the kids, you know what, you need to go to bed early tonight because mom and dad are spending some time together. 
or mom and dad are going to go out and you can cry all you want with the babysitter. That's fine. We're still leaving the house. Had that happen? We've had that happen. I have coaching clients that, that have not gone out on a date in months, over a year, because the children, very smartly so, I mean, kids figure this out, are like, well, if I cry, mom and dad won't go out. It's okay. Let them cry. They'll get over it. They'll be, they will be better for it because they need time away from you just as much as you need time away from them. And here's another little tidbit. Even as they get older, you'll hear it. Still hear it from ours. Oh, There's yeah. still times when, you know, we're going, hey, sitter's coming over. We're rolling. I don't want a sitter. No, 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 no. Yep. Oh, well. We still hear it and we just go, hey, you know, we love you. We've been around you. We took you to practice today. We hung out. We did this. We did that together. It's time for mom and dad to go just spend a couple hours together. We'll be home. Have a great night. Watch some TV. Go read a book. We love you. Bye. See you later. And that's, that's the other part of this. If you don't want to be strangers, you have to be intentional about spending time together. Like it has to go on your calendar. You put the, you put the kids sports events on there. You put, you know, girls night out, you put hanging out with the buddies, put it on the calendar. Okay. And, and then be intentional about getting to know each other. If you don't know what to talk about anymore, then you need to go to the homepage. You need to go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com and you need to pick up the 77 questions to get the conversation started. And you need to get that conversation started. You need to pick one question a day and you need to get to know your spouse again. Yeah. You guys, don't be strangers anymore in your life. Don't be strangers in your marriage. Start working on it today. And by doing that, you guys are going to find that you're going to get closer together. You're going to learn more about each other. And when the kids do leave the house, you guys are ready for the next chapter of your marriage. Not one where you're getting divorced, but one where you guys are flying high and experiencing your marriage at a whole new level. So don't be strangers. Get on over there to oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Get the 77 questions to get the conversation started today and start asking and answering those questions of each other. We love you guys. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week.